Soul Asylum, August 19th. That's cool. It looks like they don't have anybody with them. Looks like it's just them. But it, the, the thing I wanted to note is September 2nd, you have Gene the Werewolf uh, is playing. Gene the Werewolf. Do we, do we know who Gene is? No, I have oh, no idea. The werewolf. The fucking, he's the he's werewolf. werewolf. Like, he, he's the <laughs> werewolf. Um, His hair was perfect. <laughs> yeah, like if he doesn't do that song. Um, looks like he's just like a bearded rock and roller dude with a, like a, I, I, don't, know, I, I, I don't know why I, he's a werewolf, but. I feel like he's a local Pittsburgh thing because I've actually yeah. heard him. I've actually heard Gene the Werewolf on DVD. Oh, really? Uh, yep. And um, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it didn't make me like roll up to national record martin buy an album or anything like that that, yeah if that existed media play what else can i drop sam oh media play (laughs) the the x used to have a store waves music waves jesus christ (laughs) back in the days before internets and such Mm -hmm. i felt like i was a lot more astute at finding new music based on like how records looked to me oh the album art for sure aesthetically yeah i would be like oh shit i've heard of this band and this looks really cool you know i i would like pop it in and i would i always gave everything like three entire listens and then i would come up with like whether or not i liked it or if it would go into like a regular rotation and stuff and now i'm just like yeah you know like alexa play this Welcome to another episode of Brad Guy and his Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is our pirate fan man with a plan, Andy Stoles. What's up, podcast people? Uh, next up, I think there's at least a part of him that wishes he was made of rocks, Josh Zorch. Damn straight. And next up, he's here to embarrass us in front of the wizards, Mike Bradley. So we're back to bad. All right. That wasn't that bad. You've had worse. Here to embarrass you in front of the wizards? <laughs> You've had I mean, worse, for sure. I think that was pretty tame. I mean, that, that, that makes me Spider-Man, doesn't it? <laughs> nah, it makes you the Hulk. Oh, that's right, yes. It actually makes you Banner. Banner He's unable like to transform. Yeah. Anyway, you know seven, what? Seven I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'm the smartest one here, so that, 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 <laughs> that plays. That plays. Uh, all right, so we're here to cover some news out of San Diego Comic-Con. So this is the first time in the last three years that this event has been held in person back at the San Diego Convention Center from July 21st to 24th. Uh, with an event this big, there's all kinds of stuff that came out of it. News announcements, all that good stuff. But just like some of the other big events we try to cover, we're not going to discuss everything that came out of the show. We picked a handful of stuff to talk about, mainly Marvel's upcoming slate. We'll touch on some DC stuff, a uh, few things that they talked about. Um, I know none of us got a chance to go not that we've got a chance to go before but i know none of us went to san diego this year were you guys keeping up with the announcements following social media or twitter or facebook any of that stuff for the most part yeah like the things i cared about at least that yeah you know, the accounts i follow that posted stuff yes try to figure out when the panels are so when you should look at social media to see when the updates are coming through yeah like i i thought about trying to watch the marvel panel and then i just didn't 
Yeah. Was that officially streamed live? Supposedly on Marvel's YouTube it was, but I could not oh, I didn't find it that. myself. I wonder if they changed their mind halfway through and was like, no, we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> I, like it said, it will be streamed on Marvel's YouTube, Marvel's Twitch, and and I think just directly on Marvel.com. And then I went to all three of those and it was not there. Hmm. Or I didn't realize was... they said they were going to stream it. Um, Andy, did you keep up with anything or you, you rely on us here on the show to tell you what's going on? Um, I, I would say I was sort of half in, half out. Like if I saw a headline, I, yeah. I, I sort of like read the headline, but I didn't delve into anything. Well, I think we all, like all of us kind of got busy in our, our group chat. Like when stuff started popping off, we all just started <laughs> like, did you see this? Did you see this? Oh yeah. Like, I logged on to discord the one time I had like 34 fucking messages. So Sa- like, Saturday oh, was yeah, a busy well, night. Saturday yeah, was, was busy. Saturday, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. There was a lot of stuff that was yeah. out yeah. there to talk about. Yeah. And and I was only trying to keep uh, an eye on sort of the, like Mike said, sort of some of the like official accounts. I didn't want to look at, you know, five different journalism websites right, right. trying to report things. It was like the official producers or creator channels and their social media teams were popping things out, you know, two minutes after that thing was just announced on stage. So it was just, yeah, this trickle for like an hour and a half. Yeah, they did a pretty good job. Like, even not being there, just getting that trickle of news, I was like, this is fucking great. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I uh, wonder if they have, like, a thing that they... Well, I guess it didn't work because they started late anyways, but I was going to say, like, scheduling the tweets to go out at a certain time, but... Probably, they, they didn't yeah. Start, they didn't start on time anyways, so... Because you just got to hope that you schedule that correctly, because if the, if the tweet drops before it happens in Hall H, it's going to be like, what? <laughs> yeah, everybody knows what's coming. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll start with some of the DC stuff. The Marvel stuff's the big meat of this episode, but DC did come with a little bit of stuff. Um, the only stuff that was sort of notable that I saw, they talked about uh, Sandman, Shazam, and they brought, it, brought some Black Adam stuff. Uh, noticeably absent was Aquaman 2 and The Flash, which Aquaman 2, I guess I could... Maybe the, the Amber Heard stuff is what they're not really trying to lean into right now. The Flash, obviously, we figured that fucking movie wasn't going to show up. We'll be surprised if that thing sees the light of day from here on out but uh there was also a bunch of rumors that henry henry cavill was going to show up during their warner brothers panel and talk about superman stuff that didn't happen so welcome to the internet news cycle of like i saw the articles of like prior to the weekend it was rumored cavill's going to show up and then you got the article a separate article that said cavill didn't show up and then you got a third article that said fans are disappointed cavill didn't show up like this this is our internet news cycle and i fucking hate it Correct. Did you see um, what DC posted yesterday? No. Okay. I, it's a single image that is all that DC shared. I will just share the image in is our the chat Superman so thing? you can see it. Yes. Okay. That's that's a. I did see stuff on that today. That they're celebrating what 30th anniversary? I think of the death of Superman. Oh, is that what that's about? It's like a reissue oh, of the comic. That's what it was in reference to. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that that has that anything to do with with Cavill's Superman. Okay. No, <laughs> that that's fine. Like him being done. That coming <laughs> out so close after Comic Con, I was like, hmm. But I didn't realize it was like the anniversary of that comic. I was not aware of that. Yeah, I think I saw the the follow. I didn't see that maybe the image you're talking about until after the fact, but I saw the follow up tweets today after that. Oh, okay. They clarified. Yeah, yeah. Does I know Disney has D23 in another month or two. Does Warner Brothers have any 
They had the fandom bit, thing. Bit bigger. But are they going to do that again? The reason I'm asking is, like, is there anything between now and March? Because as I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that Aquaman wasn't really represented. That is scheduled for March now. So if there's nothing really in between, then, like, this was, like, you're not going to get a bigger spotlight on things than this event. So. I mean, at this point, well, yeah, I guess they wouldn't know that going in. I'm thinking at this point, they're they, they're better off just saving some Aquaman stuff on its own just to release whenever they feel like it. Because I think whatever they showed at this event at San Diego has been overshadowed by Marvel completely. Yeah. No one is coming out of this nice event talking here. about DC stuff. The, the only way they would have garnered people talking about it was like, we're bringing Zack Snyder back. And then people would have talked. <laughs> <laughs> that That's the only way they could have competed with the news cycle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's. If they hadn't said Fair. that with what Marvel did drop here. Yeah. Because I think DC was like Saturday afternoon and Marvel was Saturday night. So DC had the news cycle for a couple hours and then Marvel yeah, blew them out of the water. Earlier. It looked like, yeah, they were like late Saturday morning at like 1030. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think in years past, they've tried to split the nights so that they're kind of like one has the big Friday night. The other has the big Saturday night. Yeah. But yeah, I guess not this. So time. I don't know how the schedules worked out, but that's sort of. Seems like how how from the outside looking in, that's how it ended up. I mean, it, my guess would be DC told them what they have to offer, and they just said, "Okay, we're putting you here." Yeah, this is this is what you get. Yeah, like this is what you've got. That's what you get. There you go. Uh, all right, so let's start with uh, Sandman. So this is the Neil Gaiman cult classic comic that's been floating around as a, either a movie or series for years. Most recently, I think it was in twenty thirteen ish. Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. And Neil Gaiman were working on a movie adaptation with Levitt set to star and direct. Uh, that was in the works for a couple of years. And then Levitt left mm -hmm. the project, presumably over creative differences with Warner Brothers owned New Line Cinema. Um, the iteration we get now is Neil Gaiman, David S. Goyer, and Alan Heinberg are behind this adaptation, which is going to premiere on Netflix on August 5th, which is about a week, less than a week away by the time this episode drops. So if you're coming to this episode late, it might actually already be on Netflix. And it's going to be a whole series dump like they do. It's going to be glorious yeah. to just dive into all of that. Uh, Josh, you read the book, right? I think you were one of the people that was yeah. recommending this to me. What did you think of the, the comic or, or the trailer, the trailer that we saw? So I, I, I shout out to to former uh, and past sometimes super friend Jen Nichol for <laughs> Oh, yes. Borrow, Jen was the other her, one that talked about her, this a lot, too. Yes. Books. Uh, uh yeah, so I I don't know if these were originally released as single issues and then put together as compendiums or if they were always sort of like bigger volume graphic novels. However they were, I read them as like a four or five volume sort of graphic novel set that, that she had. Um, it it It's, if you know Good Omens at all, if you know American Gods at all, which is definitely, you know, it's more of a novel, it's not a graphic novel, but Gaiman's work that I have read, which has been somewhat limited, like, it's just as visionary like it, he's so good even without an illustration at creating a word picture for you um it's it's a very different type of fantasy or supernatural um type of of imagination um and, and where he come he, he, nobody else he's not writing superheroes you know, yeah. so it's not and and nobody is an archetype of that. It's never a different flavor of those things. Everything he does is this is is this really unique original idea. Um, so, admittedly, when I watched the the trailer a few times, um, 
and two two years ago uh we did listen to the first half we never got back to the second half we listened to the first half of the recent audiobook adaptation uh that that was on audible i think with uh like james mcavoy playing dream all uh, right yeah yeah um i not everything that i saw in the trailer immediately reminded me of a story beat or an event that i remember but at the same time number one Gaiman, as you mentioned, is part of the creative team. He's one of the showrunners, effectively, yeah. of of this. So whatever he puts forward, even if it's not like a page-for-page adaptation or they take story liberties, doesn't freaking matter. It's his stuff. He can do whatever the hell he wants with it. Yeah. So I'm not going to worry about that. Um, but the the story is also not as linear as normal storytelling. Um, it it kind of just veers off in a lot of different directions at times, and, and there's kind of congruent uh subplots happening with different things but it's it's just original i think and you put netflix money behind something i I, yeah i I think it's gonna be really damn good i'm i'm very excited and your boys in this one i kind of forgot he was cast in the show holbrook yeah yeah i was look i was watching the trailer and it actually took me a second after the first uh time after last weekend when it went online i was like who is that and who's that character and i'm like oh it is boyd and he's playing yeah his character is the corinthian i was like oh okay that makes total sense i was piecing it together um yeah there's a lot i don't know if you were planning to but like there's a lot more i i there's a lot more notable names in the in the show than i originally realized yeah i with when they cast someone who's not really like an a-list household name in the main role as dream i just sort of took for granted that you know, this is not necessarily going to be a star-studded sort of ensemble production, but there's a fair amount of really well-known people in here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was watching the trailer. I think some of the line delivery from Boyd, I was like, why? Like, same kind of thing. I was like, why do I know him? And then it clicked like, oh, Logan. He was in Logan. And then, yep. it, yeah. Um, Andy, what did you think of the trailer? I thought it looked really cool. Um, have you the, read the book or no? I have not read the book. It's, okay. It's been like... um back catalog thing that I've been meaning to do because I've heard everyone saying really excellent things about it. And I've also heard really excellent things about the dramatical performance of the voice actors for the audible books. I've heard it's, it's, it's almost like listening to a movie. It's, it's, yeah. I've heard it's very good. It is. Um, if you have a long road trip coming up, it's wonderful. I just think visually it's, 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 Visually and aesthetically, I think it's very pleasing to see like all the effects and, and the different um, backdrops that they're they're presenting to you just in the trailers. And being that I've al- I've always sort of been wanting to read this graphic novel, um, I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. Are you gonna start reading the book like con- concurrently with the show, or are you gonna try to finish the show then go to probably the book? Probably not. I would probably finish the show then go to the book. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Mike, what did you think of the trailer? Looks good. Um, having not read the book specifically, I you know I can't state a whole lot. I'm interested. It has a hook in me that I'm like, all right, I need to watch this. Um, I have a lot of respect for Neil Gaiman's work. Um, I've read numerous comics that he's wrote throughout the years. I just never got around to Sandman. Um, and it, it for. In case you were wondering, or as a reference point, um, that may may not be the best for everybody, but uh, 
he actually, Neil Gaiman is one of two with John Romita Jr. that revived and brought back the Eternals. Um, and a lot of what they wrote turned into the movie that we got. Oh, okay. I think we uh, talked. Yeah, we talked about that when we saw when we reviewed the movie, right? I think that came up. I I, th- I thought you brought that, that up before. That, like I again, I remembering that far back is a tough <laughs> task. Yeah, um, that's like a year ago, maybe something like that. Anyways, the point is, um, it, Neil Gaiman has a very long list of excellent works out there to read. I highly recommend reading as many of them as you can. Um, and this is the one he's most known for, and it's the one I have not read. (laughs) So I need to, uh, watch this and then probably read it after, because that's usually what I do. Yeah. I do one way or the other. Like, I'll either read it in anticipation, which is what I did with The Eternals, because it was a title I kind of ignored until Marvel said they're making a movie. So, like, a year or a year and a half before that movie came out, I read that run. Um... So I'll probably do something similar here, but because it's coming out in a week, I'll probably watch it first, then read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have. I am also one of the people that have not read the comic, so I think Josh is our, our lone survivor here that has actually read the book. Uh, but yeah, the trailer looked cool. I th- like, even not reading the book, I think there's certain imagery from it that I just know from pop culture. Like, I think there's a shot in the trailer of, like, I'm, I think it's the, the main character. I think it's Dream being lifted up and, like, looks like he's being pulled into a portal like that image for whatever reason i haven't read the book but i know that image from the comic like that's somehow iconic that it just broke barriers and somehow i know it without reading but so i think the imagery is really cool i'm i'm curious about the show i don't know if i'll jump into it right away like i probably won't get to it on release weekend um but it is in on my list of stuff to check out at some point so we'll have to see it maybe if we if we all get to it or how quickly and if it's something we want to talk about just if you do dive in, just be aware that you will encounter a character named Joanna Constantine. This is John Constantine. I was gonna just gender bend it for the for the show. They did, and again, uh, Gaiman's the creator. This is what he chose. Not that anybody would on this show, basically, but if you're on the internet, shut the hell up. Yeah. Um, if there's anybody pissing and moaning still about Gwendolyn Christie being cast as Lucifer. It's Lucifer. It's religious mythology. (laughs) Who gives a shit? Yeah, looks like whatever the hell you want it to look like. Whoever can act the role the best should be cast. Their gender, ethnicity, etc. does not make any difference whatsoever to how a character is portrayed. And that imagery, those couple of shots you get of... of, uh, Yeah, like those couple shots you get of of Gwendolyn in some of the Lucifer get up with like some of the hell landscapes and whatnot around her, like... I, I, I'm, I try not to overuse this word because I think it got really overused in the last decade or so. It kind of looks epic, <laughs> like in like, a, like the Lord of the Rings kind of way. You know what I mean? Like just huge and just really big. It definitely feels like they got a budget for this. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So maybe it paid off that they couldn't get this thing off the ground over the last ten, fifteen years. That you know they're saving it for this moment. So if it comes together that well, that's that's a good sign. Yeah, it, it probably will be better served as a series than even like a two, two and a half hour movie. And I don't know if you'd be able to make a franchise, you know, film franchise out of these to make like a trilogy for the stories right, right. or not. Um, I'm, I'm still a little sad that I would have loved Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the role of Dream. I still would have. Yeah. I think he was a really good fit, but that's okay. 
Uh, Alright, anything else for Sandman? We'll move on to another, really the only other second DC thing to kind of talk about. <laughs> I feel like, Brian, you may jump this up to sooner watching it if you hear how awesome it is from everyone else who is currently yeah, watching it. Yeah, word, word of mouth <laughs> will definitely help, I think. Yeah, I, I feel like you're going to be like, oh, you know what? Um, Yeah, I should watch this sooner. Because, <laughs> I mean, I've heard the same thing where, like, a lot of people recommend it as a book to read. And I it's the same thing. It's just been on the back burner. I'll get to it when I get to it. So... If this starts making waves and a lot of people are really talking about it, then yeah, that, that that could push me a little bit quicker. Well, and keep in mind, it's always possible with a show that it's just not handled properly. You never know until you watch it whether or not it's going to be done right. Yeah. You hope it is, and it looks like it is, and then you, you know, wait, you, you know, just come back and listen to our review in a few weeks, kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so another DC property that, had a trailer we got the first trailer for the sequel to shazam this is the shazam fury of the gods movie uh most of the cast returns it brings back and then it adds helen mirren and lucy Liu to the film as the villains uh my man zachary levi's back as shazam which i'm excited about uh andy did you see the first shazam movie i did okay did you like it i did so what do you think of this trailer this trailer to me it looks fun Right, and there's a lot of stuff going on in it, um, but I feel like the trailer is a little convoluted. Okay. Yeah. Just like cut weird. It's it's cut weird, and there seems like there is a lot going on that, that <laughs> like I, I I hope they do a good job of storytelling it. Yeah. Uh, Mike, did you see the first Shazam? Mm-hmm. I reviewed it with you. Okay, I I don't remember. Like we just talked about <laughs> terrible memories, so I've done almost what this is two seventy, I think, of this fucking thing. So oh, I can't I remember know. shit. I know, I know. Um, I just remember being on the review for it. That's okay, uh, so did you like it? What did you think of the the trailer? Um, I, I I feel like I still feel the same way about Shazam as I did then, and the trailer didn't change that, and that it's a little bit more juvenile than my taste which is more true to the character don't get me wrong i understand that's part of shazam and this is made more for a younger audience yeah. so i'm not using that to knock it i'm just saying for my own taste i you know it might be a little bit i don't know like too too dad jokey i okay. guess would be the yeah. way i would put it um but the rest of it looks cool like the effects Zachary Levi kills it, so like it's, you know, it's a back and forth for me. Like I'm gonna watch it, yeah, and I'm gonna be like, that was. I wish I was twelve. <laughs> you know, like I would, I would fucking love this movie if I was twelve. But you know, I feel like it's the only one that does that to me. Like the rest all manage usually to have like more adult moments, and I feel like that's kind of where Shazam felt like it didn't for me. Right. So, uh, Josh, you saw the first Shazam, right? I did. Uh, what'd you think? And then what'd you think of the trailer? Um, probably was well summarized by Mike's sentiments. It's an enjoyable watch if you if you want to put it on. But there was some sort of uh, deeper level uh, that it really just didn't move on to. Um, maybe this will get a little better. Um you know, it'll go a little bit further, but I don't know. I'm I'm sure I will still go see it in theaters. It's it's no it it 
it's always going to be the best on a big screen in a theater. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I'll, I'll still try to catch it in the theatrical run. Um, I, I want it to make me feel more energized for it. I, I really wish I did. Uh, it just ha- doesn't happen to have that effect on me yet. Gotcha. Okay. I, yeah, I, I... Can I... Good, good. I was just going to say, the one thing I would add that I think they could have done for this movie to make it a better thing that maybe we'll get if there's a Shazam 3 make Black Adam the villain. Oh, yeah. Put well, the I rock think they on were... the other side of this, and I think it's a much bigger deal. From what I heard, I think they were fielding questions for that all through the panel, and they all just have to be like, well, we don't know, or no, there's nothing confirmed. You know, all the questions were, when is Shazam going to fight Black Adam? When is Black Adam going to fight Superman? When is Shazam and Superman going to fight Black Adam? Like, they can't talk about it. They're not going to reveal that <laughs> right. until the movie does, so <laughs> stop asking the questions. Although, I... I will to to that point, I will say I was a little surprised that so think about it if i remember in the first shazam there's something that billy is it billy or his his uh foster brother with the with the crutch one of them one of them keeps batman stuff okay right i think well yeah like memorabilia yeah 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 so and, and if i remember there's something about what one of them has that is a specific reference to something from i i think it's batman v superman it's a batarang so right he's a, a batarang thing yeah right so he's a, it'd be a batarang but there's something else about what's happening that makes it gives the continuity of that like from that uh, yeah. event Some, something to that degree because other than that even though you get that little glimpse of a superman dressed person coming into the cafeteria at the end of the movie yeah you don't technically they, if I if I remember, they never really said anywhere else in that film that he's like in the same shared universe. It 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 might be implied, but there's no like hard references anywhere else. Even if that's true, in this one, the whole trailer leans directly into it. I'm yeah. talking about the Flash. I'm showing you images of the Flash from prior right. appearances in the Snyderverse. Same thing with Aquaman. Um, they even Batman they do. They they don't. However, if I remember, they do in the trailer. They do not give you any imagery or reference to Superman again. At the very least, though, they're kind of confirming that that exists, that they are, this character is part of that same thing that's still kind of happening or did happen, you know, those events, whatever. So maybe uh, an eventual involvement with at least that Superman character might happen whether it's cavill technically being in the role or not it's supposed to be the same superman maybe i mean i honestly think that's a, with Black Adam. a good way to get some people on the back in their dc's good graces right i don't think shazam i don't feel like it's a movie that got burned like a lot of other movies did i i really maybe i hold it a little bit higher than maybe you guys do most of you seem like you're coming in sort of middle of the road for it and stuff but i i think it's a, a really good movie and i think shows a lighter tone that dc wasn't showing before which i think it needs and depending on how well Black Adam is received when that comes out, if Shazam actually makes a good bit of dent at the box office and stuff too, I think putting the, obviously those two characters together are meant to be together because they are hero and villain of the same thing. Like those are, they're the antithesis of each other. Um, and finding a way to get Henry Cavill back as Superman, I think is going to bring a lot of people back to see DC movies because Cavill needs more time as Superman. He is, he should not be done the way this is just kind of wrote off of him. So and what what better way to put it in a movie where 
Dwayne Johnson is quite possibly a real antagonist. Yeah. Well, like I, mean, I don't he, I don't know if we're going to see be if he's going to fight Superman like that's we could we could effectively see like a BVS type of movie but it could be Superman and Shazam versus Black Adam or something like that. They could yeah. maybe do that. Right. Or what if it's so hear me out. This is just crazy spitballing. They get Cavill back, but he doesn't play Superman, he plays Bizarro. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's Shazam versus Black Adam versus Bizarro, and neither one, like none of the three, are on anybody's side. <laughs> Interesting take. But they yeah. all have reasons to be going against each other, and it just right, comes right. to a head. And so that way, that you don't would be all necessarily like, have a villain per se. Well, I mean, you would Black Adam and Bizarro would be villains. You'd still be rooting for Shazam. He's the good guy. Right, right. I mean, we'll see what yeah, they do with Black I, Adam. They're done. definitely setting him up to be the anti-hero Venom-type th- thing for the DC. Like, he starts as a bad guy, but he's not maybe doing all the bad stuff and still trying to save people. So, you know, we'll see. I don't know, if he's gonna, I don't know how long he's going to stay a villain if he's a villain in his own movie. Like, I think it would be cool to set him up and have a movie from a villain perspective like that. Yeah, I mean, kind of the way that like, Joker was with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like, we know he's a villain. Like, as far as I know in the comics, Black Adam is not anti-hero. He's just... I think he went there eventually, though. Oh, really? I thought so. I have not read any books. That's my gist of it, of knowledge. Okay. That that I don't know. Like, every instance I've I've encountered Black Adam when reading comics, he was just pure bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. Maybe I'm just expecting that because I don't see the Rock staying a villain character forever. Like, if I don't he's think good at it. That would be amazing. We'll see. I mean, we did. Yeah, <clears throat> they did show some Black Adam stuff at Hall H with this panel. It, all we got was basically another minute long trailer, which doesn't. It shows some new footage, but not a lot. So it's out there if you want to see it. I didn't think it was worth talking about on our show here because there's not a lot there. Um. But Black Adam comes out, I think, October, and then we get Shazam in December. So those are the two big DC movies we have to look forward to for the end of the year. Real quick, I would like to say that I already feel like, just from watching the trailer for the movie, yeah, that I already feel like I want it to take itself a little more seriously. You're talking about Shazam or Black Adam? Yes. Shazam. Okay. And I never thought I would say that, like, growing up, you know? And I'm like, oh, no, this is fun. It's great. You know, it's, it's awesome. But now I'm a little older. I'm like, I really wish that this would, you know, take itself a little more seriously. <laughs> See, I, I, I again, know. I think I like the lighter tone. Maybe I'm just more a little bit more forgiving with it. But I granted, I haven't watched the first movie maybe more than twice. So I feel like I need to revisit it. But I, I definitely want to watch it bef- between now and December to just get a refresh of what the hell's going on. But. Yeah, I again, I I give it I think maybe more of a biased take because I I fucking love Zach Levi, so I'm I'm here for it. He does look like he's having a ball. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's like I think a lot of it's just happy for him. Like I know how much of a geek and and fan of this stuff he is, and he gets to play a fucking superhero. Like that's exciting <laughs> for him. Like that's great. Not just any superhero. He's playing Shazam, who's basically as powerful as Superman. Right. Like, yeah. like it's not Superman, but it's cooler because you get to act like a kid while having the powers of Superman, basically. Yeah. Like it's I think it, it plays to his strengths for sure. Um all right, let's let's get to the, the Marvel meat of this episode. So we're gonna get into some of the animation stuff they talked about, and then we'll get to the big movie news that came out of Hall H. 
so some of the the animated stuff they had a smaller panel I forget what day it was but it was before all the announcements it might have still been Saturday but it was before the all the movie announcements they did at the end of the day uh, so we got one two three four five animated shows that came up in the panel so the first one they talked about is I am Groot which is a series of shorts coming to Disney Plus on August 10th. Uh, there's a short trailer for this one, too, if you're curious. It's about a minute. I didn't make that as part of the homework for these guys, so we won't really dwell on it. But they did announce that this is already greenlit for a second season. Oh, wow. So Makes we're sense. getting some of this. I don't. I thought I saw, like, maybe five episodes. I don't know how short the episodes are, but that's coming August 10th. And probably weekly, since that's what Disney does. I'd be surprised if it's all at once, but we'll see. I guess it depends on how short they are. Yeah, yeah, I right? guess that's I mean, true. If you release five three-minute shorts, it, 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 whatever. Just, you know just what I mean? dump that's, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's why I didn't watch the the trailer because I'm like, they're shorts. What do I? Need? I don't need a trailer. It's because I don't remember. Like Forky, it. Forky was coming out weekly, I think, and I don't know what they did with the Baymax shorts, but I, I thought they were coming out weekly, but I could be wrong. Um. Next one they got was a uh, Spider-Man freshman year. This is a series sometime will we'll release sometime in 2024. There's no firm date. Uh, it follows Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU. The write-up specifically says that on his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU. So I don't know if this is the MCU we're, f- we're familiar with, like the 616 multiverse, or if this is supposed to be some other multiverse, because they've also confirmed that th- there's characters in here that either they're doing some retcons or this is a completely different universe because they name drop Norman Osborn and Otto Octavius who from no way home, he's has no idea who these people are. So how could he meet them before no way home and then meet them again? And all that makes sense. It could be that they appear in the series without interacting with Peter. Norman Osborn is listed as the mentor to Peter Parker in the series. <laughs> Never mind. So I didn't, I didn't know I, that part. So. I feel that they are going to have some extended role. So well, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, we don't have an official word on who will voice Spider-Man, but they did announce Charlie Cox will voice Matt Murdock and Daredevil in the show. Nice. Um, they also announced a second season for that. So that is also getting a second season. It's already titled Spider-Man Sophomore Year. So we have that to look forward to also. I wonder uh, what the next two seasons will be called. Yeah. <laughs> they stop at four. See him gra- are we going to see him graduate? Come on. Well, technically, again, uh, if it leads he, up to the MCU, he graduated <laughs> in... Or no, he didn't graduate. He didn't because he was studying. He was taking a GED yeah. book out. Yeah. So really, they could probably only get two years out of this before he's like caught up to where <laughs> the MCU was. So... Yeah. Maybe this is how they continue Spider-Man in the MCU by doing the animation without. Oh, maybe. And yeah, it's like the the reset like stuff. What Spider-Man is up to. Could be. Could if, be. If they if they get a Tom Holland sound alike voice actor, I will just lose my shit. Like just <laughs> to kind of give give the finger to Sony. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, what else we got? We got uh, What If season two will premiere sometime in 2023. Um. They will have some returning characters from season one, but they also include young Peter Parker, Ego, Shang-Chi, Valkyrie, Korg, Yahoo! Tony Stark, Wenwu, Odin, and Red Guardian, among others, will be appearing in season two. And Red also, Guardian? yes, that that's David Harbour. So yeah. And the series has also been renewed for season three. Noise. So they're just going Makes through sense. all these like we're, hey, we're doing this and it's getting another season. So it's interesting with all these because when they announced what if the first time, I think in 2019, it was part of the main show timeline graphic. 
So right. wherever that's going to be released, kind of theoretically, it still like fits in there as well to work around, I guess. I mean, it's never been a part of continuity, so you never really had to worry about it. Right, but... right. So much they're putting out. Uh, Marvel Zombies is an animated show that's spinoff of the Marvel Zombies episode of the What If episode from season one. Uh, they listed a bunch of characters we'd see in the series. Uh, one of the creatives behind the series said they are not shying away from the gore of the comic series, and this will be a big part of what's going on in the animated show. I heard it's possibly going to be R-rated, or like TV. Oh, they're really rated. Like, to it. That's okay. how deep they're going, yeah. I mean, if they're not shying away from gore. Yeah. Gore, yeah. gore is a quick way to get to TVMA. <laughs> Very much. And, and then now that they, I don't want to say, Faded the waters a little bit with the recent additions of Deadpool and, and Logan on Disney Plus. Yeah. Like, okay, now you've already you're there. You've created your precedent for R rating R rated material. I mean, this would be the first like adult so. cartoon or animation that, thing that for too, Disney. Yeah. So, or at least on that, Disney yeah. Plus, maybe not for Disney, but that sure. that was a good thing to feel. By the way, when they finally, I whichever one they added first, whether it was Deadpool or Logan, when they had like the um like the parental override thing pop up again to be like, are you sure we just put in some more stuff? And it was like, nice. Yeah. Disney's actually going to let some stuff through. That's good. Um, and lastly, I think the show we're probably all really looking forward to X-Men 97 <laughs> uh, was, they showed a first look at that series uh, revealed. It will be released in the fall of 2023 on Disney plus the series will explore new stories in the iconic nineties timeline of the original series. Uh, this series was also announced to be getting a season two and I don't think they talked about it on the panel, but Marvel tweeted about it afterwards. Uh, you can now watch the original X-Men animated series in story order on Disney plus. So the way it was story order for the way it was released, like, uh, like weekly was out of order apparently. So you can now watch it chronologically the way it was supposed to be watched or to follow the story. It, it it was on Netflix um, over ten years ago, mm-hmm. um, and I I did a, a a watch through at that point, and I forget if it was just in airing order, it or was. if I kind of was aware of that. And I guess th- there's what's the w- one of the Star Trek animated or Star Wars animated series you guys Clone Wars. Talk about yeah. there's like yeah like a like a a story order that makes more sense mm-hmm. yeah to watch in or whatever. I think I found a resource online to watch the X-Men cartoon at the time it was on Netflix like that as well. But um, yeah, if it's like now they just got their shit together and it's like, oh, here, you know, click of a button or like right right below. It'll probably have two options like watch in original order, watch in story order. I, I immediately once they tweeted that, I was like same. I'm sure Andy was probably thinking the same thing, but. Why the fuck haven't they done this to Clone Wars yet? We've been asking yes, for this for Clone please, Wars for you. years. <laughs> like, I've been, ha- I've been hashtagging they did that have ever that. since. No, it has not I've been, been added to Disney Plus that, that way. Ever since I got Twitter. Fuck. Well, I'll keep oh, it up. No, Apparently they they're listening. Marvel, didn't they? they? They what? I think they did it for Marvel with the chronological. Oh, yeah. The, the movies. Yeah. You watching okay. the phases and the release order for the movies. Yeah. I mean, I knew they did it for something. I was okay. Uh, yeah. Mike, we'll start with you. What are you most excited about out of these five shows? Oh, it's X-Men. I have... <laughs> one, X-Men's been my favorite comic book since I watched the show as a kid and then immediately started consuming as many of the comic books as I could. Um, 
and you know, I'm not I'm not gonna go too far into it. I know we got a lot to talk about, but if they fuck up a theme song, I'm <laughs> pissed. That is the best fucking theme song for any animated show or maybe just show ever. Um, yeah, since I've been able to get custom ringtones on my phone, that's been it. It's never changed. I mean, they've been <laughs> they've been amazing. playing around with that cue and a couple other things. So keep your ears out yeah. for the X Men theme if you're if you're watching Marvel things. Well, I thought they've been playing with the other one though. There's what other one? The one from the movies. Oh no, I've heard the the uh, definitely the animated one a couple times now. Yeah, very recently. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch in, that. In I know what you're referring. Very recently, I, I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Yeah, we won't talk specifics because if... I don't know who's seen what, but. Definitely, I, definitely I, keep re- keep an ear to the music if you're watching Marvel content right now. Yeah, I'm gonna like I'm gonna have to rewatch that moment, and because I like for whatever reason my mind went to the movie one, but it might just be like programmed that way. Yeah, so, in my brain. Yeah. Uh, Andy, what are you looking forward to out of these animated series? I haven't watched season one of What If yet, okay. but based on what you just told me. Um, I'm most excited about Marvel Zombies. Oh, nice. Okay. And that's and that's mostly because it's it was always a comic book that I picked up in the comic shop. Yeah. And flipped through and said, This looks fucking cool and never <laughs> ever bought. And I don't know why, because I always look at it at the comic shop. I'm like, Marvel Zombies, this looks fucking cool. I need to read this, and I never do. So I'm I'm actually pretty excited about and now if you try to go back and find those comics, they're probably very expensive now that they have a series and all this stuff for them yeah, now. Yeah, those sons of bitches. <laughs> I, I have one Marvel Zombies graphic novel, and it was uh, Amy got it for me for Christmas the one year, and it's The Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's Marvel Zombies. <laughs> or or not, the, not The Nightmare Before Christmas, The uh, Christmas Carol. Okay. Uh, but it, I don't know why I said Nightmare Before Christmas. That would be really <laughs> weird. But it, But it's a Christmas Carol, but it's Marvel Zombies. It's really fun. Nice. Uh, Josh, what are you looking forward to out of these? Uh, definitely X-Men as well. I when, I when I was a kid and before any of this other stuff really existed, I never read comics. Nobody that I knew ever really like read them, collect them, etc. But I, God damn it, did I have Batman the Animated Series and I had X-Men the Animated Series. And I freaking love those things. Yeah. So, so much. Um the whispers that I heard about this in the last couple of years. And, and then yes, to more recently here, just even those like couple of, few, you know, few note flutters mm-hmm. um, in, in the, the recent live action uh, things that we alluded to. It just, man, it just, people say things like, Oh, it took me back to my childhood. It, this does, <laughs> this literally does. It's just like melt. It's like a, 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 you know, a time warp around my it's head. It's ingrained in your, it, in it your just being. Like melts me back. <laughs> 30 years yeah do, do you think they'll give us like a uh reimagining of wolverine staring at the picture of gene and... <laughs> <laughs> the i mean they've been tweeting that stuff like to promote the thing so i would not be surprised like i think they're aware of the meme so i would want to see it live action like, <laughs> I, I really hope we, like maybe in deadpool 3 we get hugh jackman doing it like it, because it, deadpool 3 presumably might happen in the multiverse I mean, Deadpool be 3 will be Deadpool looking at a picture of that picture. Yeah. Or something <laughs> yeah, like exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> something like that. That would just be amazing. Uh, yeah, I think, same for me. I think X-Men's top of my list. I'm very curious about the Spider-Man show. Like, I just kind of want to see 
what it is and where they're going with it. Like, if it's meant to connect to the MCU and how closely, is it a retcon, is it a multiverse? Like, that kind of stuff kind of confuses me. Um, but yeah, hands down, X-Men is where I'm at. Like, I, I cannot wait for this thing. And in the meantime, I'm going to have to go back and, and watch this in story order now that it's available, because why not? Hashtag do it to Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Without all right. context, that sounds really strange. <laughs> Just start hashtagging that with no nothing around it. Just <laughs> do it to Clone Wars. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get into the big one. So uh, Marvel took over Hall H on Saturday night, announced way more than I thought they would. Uh, Kevin Feige went through the upcoming slate for Phase 5 and went into Phase 6. Uh, they finally gave us a Phase 4 through 6 name, which they're calling the Multiverse Saga. So I'm going to go through the list of stuff they announced and it how it basically the slate coming up over phase four, five and six, what we have left, what the dates are, and then we'll kind of just spin back around and talk about what caught our attention out of these. Um, so phase four, he said, ends with Black Panther. So we have two things coming up at the end of phase four. So August 17th, we get She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, which is Disney Plus series. And then November 11th, 2022, we get Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. This is the end of phase four. Uh, they did give us a trailer for Black Panther. We're probably not going to talk about it because not everybody watched it. I know Josh is very spoiler-free for a Mainly lot of this me. stuff. So yeah. it's out there. It's really awesome. Check it out. That's that's all I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch this one trailer, and I am done. So from here on out, it's Media Blackout with Josh. <laughs> but it's it's it got me more excited than I thought I would because I think I've had hesitations that I voiced going into this given everything that's been surrounding the movie that I wasn't sure how it was going to go. It looks really fucking cool and I'm really excited now. Um, phase 5 kicks off with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium February 17th, 2023. After that, we get the Secret Invasion series, which is a Disney Plus series in spring of 2023. May 5th, 2023, we get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. After that, we go into a couple series. We get Echo, which is the spinoff from uh, the character from Hawkeye. Uh, that lands summer 2023. We also get Loki season two in summer of 2023. Uh, the Marvels releases June, sorry, July 28th, 2023, followed by Ironheart, which is a Disney Plus series in the fall of 2023. Uh, Ironheart actually makes her debut in Black Panther, so we will see the beginnings of that character there. She will spin off to her own series after that. Uh, next up is Blade, November 3rd, 2023. Uh, in the winter of 2023 into 2024, we get Agatha, Coven of Chaos, which is another Disney Plus series. Uh, this is the first little gap in here. The, the slate that they showed up on the, on, at Hall H, there's pictures of the, the timeline and all that stuff. From Agatha, it goes to Daredevil, Born Again, which is in the spring of 2024, which is a Disney Plus series. Marvel has previously announced dates between that. So we do have a February 16th, 2024 date, which Marvel has claimed, but not told us what it is. So there is a date between Agatha and Daredevil that something may release. Can I take a guess on that? Uh, if you want to, yeah. Um, because it's February and because it's not on the MCU timeline, Deadpool 3. Now, see, I had another guess to where that was going to pop up, but. Can, just because can... that's where Daredevil, or not Daredevil, Deadpool has turned up. It's February. See, and... my guess was actually going to be the following year because there was a February 14th date, 2025, for a movie that Marvel has not talked about yet. 
he released on Valentine's Day, I think, on as his first movie. So, yeah, that, that's why I'm thinking just February, like it's two Februarys, it could go either, and it yeah. wouldn't be MCU. He's gonna exist outside of it and reference it, but I don't think they're putting him firmly in it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens if, when they announce it. I mean, all these dates change, right? So even the that's stuff true. we're naming here may or may not hold. Stuff could get shifted around. This is what we know right now. Uh, so after spring 2024 for Daredevil, we get May 3rd, 2024, which is Captain America 4, which is Captain America, the new Captain America, new world order. New, 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 new world. Yeah. <laughs> after that, we get July 26, 2024, which is the Thunderbolts, which has been rumored and is now finally officially announced. That is the end of phase five. And at that point, Thunderbolts is when we were assuming for a while. I think, yeah, we talked about we made. just characters that have been popping up. We figured a team was going to be assembled at some point for this. Right. Um, Thunderbolt. I honestly thought that was going to be pretty much what we got out of the Hall H. I thought that was going to be it. And then Kevin Feige continued to talk and announced <laughs> that Fantastic words. Four <laughs> is going to be November 8th, 2024. Uh, and then he announced two Avengers movies, which kind of blew my mind. So May 2nd, 2025, we get Avengers, the Kang dynasty. And then six months later, we get on November 7th, 2025 Avengers secret wars, which that title alone comes with a very, very heavy weight attached to it. And I am, my mind is already blown. And all I know is the fucking title. (laughs) Well, and it's one of those things where I'm sure we'll talk about it, but you know, that, there's still two main Marvel comic series that are Secret Wars. Yes. And I guess it's assumed we're going to get the newer one. That would be my assumption as well. Which so, is, I think, where we kind of talked about with the Doctor Strange stuff, too. I think that came up in the Doctor Strange review. Because, like, the, for years, the Russos have been saying, hey, we'd come back for a Secret Wars movie. Everything about this movie that was coming out of it, Kevin Feige was specifically asked if the Russos were involved. He said no. Which to me means they probably want to do the 80s storyline and Marvel's going to the 2015 storyline, which has to do with multiverses and how the multiverse collapses. So that's sort of where I'm assuming the story's going. But, you know, maybe we'll see if the Russos get involved. I would love to see them come back for a Secret Wars movie, but... It'd be cool if they could mash up the two into a quality piece. Yes. Somehow, like, combine the two in some way. Um... There are some other dates in Phase 6 that just right now are untitled Marvel stuff. So, like I said, February 14th, 2025, which would come between Fantastic Four and the Kang Dynasty Avengers movie. There's a date, and then in between the two Avengers movies, uh, May 2nd is the Kang Dynasty, July 25th, 2025 is an untitled Marvel, and then November 7th is Secret Wars. Um, They do have a couple dates after that. I don't know if that's going to be considered Phase 7. Uh, but they have a February 14th, 2026, May 1st, 2026, July 24th, 2026, and November 6th, 2026. Dates on lockdown. Nothing announced for those dates yet. Well, if you look at the image I shared to you, like from Hall H, you can see there's an untitled Fall 2024, untitled Winter, and untitled Fall 2024 again. An, uh, untitled Winter 2025, Spring 2025, Spring 2025. Like, they have a lot of things that they're saying, like, something's going to happen here, but we're not telling you what. Yeah, that could be series, that could be movies. Right. Like, they they have a lot of that going on. Yeah. 
Because there, there's, even just looking at the infographic, like there's a noticeable gap between Fantastic Four and Kang Dynasty. Right. So, anyway, so from for all the stuff that sort of got announced, the timeline we have here, um, Josh, I'll start with you. What what sticks out to you? What are you excited about from some of this stuff? Uh, I mean, for me personally, even after all of that uh, is, re- is revealed, uh, for the longest time, it's still been Guardians 3. Okay. I heard that got I, I, a very big reaction in Hall H for people that saw the stuff that was screened. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, even in the online, I, I wouldn't have watched it, even if it was, but even like any of the, you know, individually audience member shot stuff that, that has made it online, Disney has, you know, gone into their accounts and scrubbed that video. <laughs> yeah. So it's not even there. Um, Don't mess with the mouse. But, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it's it's always been so high on my list i i just rewatched the first two at the beginning of this week after watching the hall h panel online and goddamn if you know the last 10 minutes of guardians 2 i like i cried like it was the first time i saw it still <laughs> and it's been five years um so like he he has done something that i connect with a lot yeah in in, in those stories and and in the and what what happens with a lot of those characters so guardians is always top of the line for me um i'll be honest i i I know this wasn't the question you asked but i think like maybe the least that i'm that i really care about is echo okay only because like coming out of hawkeye i didn't i mean maybe there's maybe there's a lot about that character that i don't know maybe it's going to be used to do a lot of setup for daredevil later i don't know like some of the draw is that they announced charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio will be in that series also sure sure but other than other than that, I didn't like coming out of Hawkeye. I was like, okay, so we don't really know what Kate Bishop is going to do next. Yeah. But Echo's getting her own series. Did she need? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, I really want to see Blade. I'll be honest. Yeah. I want to see Blade, and I want to see uh, Captain America. Um, not that we didn't get him at the end of the series, but in a full fledged theatrical you know feature film anthony mackie is captain america i was gonna say we should be clear this is not chris evans coming back for captain america this This is is sam wilson captain america um whatever faces him whatever he like i i'm so excited to see that because this is for real presuming ironheart will kind of see a thing like you know iron man becomes a different person sort of yeah but like this is the first time they've literally Okay, here's here's an actual handing off of the mantle. Right, you take the cowl kind of thing. I, I'm I'm so excited to see what comes out of that. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what are you looking forward to out of this list? So I'll preface this with saying I'm not going to get into specifics. Um, but I definitely saw slash heard slash yeah, it's confirmed on something about Ant Man Quantum Mania that. Is it a I casting? Am... I think that came on. I think I saw that on Twitter. There was an actor that was announced to be in the movie. Um. Yeah. I mean, there was like footage of it in the okay, trailer. No, I okay. If you tried to see it early, you got to. And I don't know if you're referring to this. I am not going to specifically name anything here. It has me fucking pumped because I didn't know if we'd ever see this character on the big screen. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Then that's not what I saw. I saw just an actor attached, but they didn't say what he was doing. 
I, I don't think DM it's a spoiler. So, oh, the, okay, go ahead. It came through Twitter. That's eventually it was announced during the panel that Bill Murray will be in Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, I've heard that oh, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that no, that's not that's so not that's flat out confirmed. Things. So I don't know if that was a rumor at one point, but they they confirmed it's happening. He's in the movie. They didn't say he's who was playing. Tra- or... He's he is in the trailer. Okay, all right. You, you, that's how it's confirmed. Is like you you see him in the trailer. I'm okay, not going to say fair. in what capacity or anything. It's there. <laughs> the character I'm talking about is a character that I am fucking thrilled to see. I don't know if any of you saw the leaks or know what I'm no. referring to. No, 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 no. It has me very excited okay. um, for that movie. Where before I was like, where are they going to go with this? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, who's going to be the villain? What are they going to do? And I don't know. The introduction of that character has me very excited to see what they do with that character more. Yeah. You don't you don't get much like it's a glimpse in the thing that was leaked. Like it's a flash. You know, I mean, a, a few frames of like, oh, there it was. Yeah. And then so when the official trailer comes out. I'm sure you'll watch it, and then you'll be like, that's what you were talking about? Holy shit. Um, I mean, some of those trailers are different, so we'll see what they cut into it. But yeah, we'll see. I, I guess the, the the reason is this is not a character I would have expected to show up in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And now you're kind of making me like not want to watch the trailer when it's officially <laughs> announced, because if that's what they show right. in the first one, I don't know if I want to see it. Honestly, don't. And you'll be fucking amazed when you see it in the theater because the, again this is not a character i would have ever pegged to be an ant-man character to show like that they were gonna f- introduce this character the mcu in ant-man i mean they're only it's only february right i can i can wait till february you do what you're gonna do but <laughs> when the time comes and you see it in the theater or you see the trailer or whatever you'd be like that's who you were talking about i fucking know it yeah we'll regroup um, in like nine months or whatever it is <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah yeah you'll you'll remember it because i'm making such a big deal of it. um but yeah, that that put that movie right near the top of my anticipated list of these ones. Um, of course, we're excited for the Avengers movies and all that. But to me, um, Josh already touched on the two others I would be most excited for, Guardians and Blade. So after them, probably Secret Invasion. Um, okay. One of the best storylines I think Marvel has told in a long time. And getting to see how they actually handle it because... You know, Marvel always presented the Skrulls as villains. Yeah. Pretty purely villains for a long time, including in Secret Invasion, but the MCU has not done that as much. So seeing how they're going to handle Secret Invasion at this point, are Skrulls going full villain and this whole thing was part of their plan the whole time? What they were, you know, the whole Miss Mar- or Captain Marvel story that we got? Was it all part of their plan? So I, my I best guess know. would be like a section of Skrull are bad. Yeah, but the ones yeah, we've met are good, so it's it could be almost like a Skrull Civil War, maybe, or something. It would be interesting that way. I think it'd yeah. be more fun if they were just straight up evil, but playing uh, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Like, they, they, like they were evil. They were just really, <laughs> really, really going the long game. Uh, but uh, yeah. either way, I, I think that's going to be really cool, because no matter what, just by the nature of that series and the comic, you're going to have a lot of really fun reveals in that of characters you thought were this, but it was a scroll. Yeah. Like it, that's going to be fun. Seeing that is going to be fun. Uh, Andy, what stuck out to you? Uh, to me, what stuck out the most is probably the daredevil show. And I, I really like that it's coming soon. And 
I feel like if they're leaning into the R rating now, they can they can keep like the Netflix. Oh uh, yeah, that's like, a good point. Yeah. Oh, I had that hint. Yeah. Yeah. It so to me. I feel like if they lean in with the Marvel zombies and and you know, Deadpool, Deadpool, Logan, all that fun stuff. I assume Blade Two is gonna. You would almost have to, right? Because of all the blood that's in it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't make I, a lot of sense if right. it wasn't. I would be. Why is the blood uh, green? Uh, not this to say they wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> not to say I couldn't be wrong. I I personally think I I'm gonna be shocked when the day comes that a quote MCU feature film proper is rated R. I I would agree. I think Deadpool skirts the issue. I think that Deadpool can get around it, but right. Anything else, I I would be surprised. Now the the TV shows, yeah, you can try to go certain elements of it TV mature online, but when you're even even if you put a hundred million dollars into a movie, I I I can't quite see them making an R-rated theatrical movie yet. But like I said I they might prove me wrong. The, I said, the one thing about the the Daredevil uh, detail that I don't think we said yet, it's going to be eighteen episodes. Yes. Which is huge. I mean, I'm hoping it's not like 15, 20 minutes. That would well, still that's be, what I was going to say. They used know. to be hour-long episodes. Maybe they're going to 30-minute. They might be, but that even still pulls it down to like nine hours. Yeah, it's still longer. So, but... Sorry, Andy. Hey, you're fine. I, 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 I really <laughs> hope that Matt Murdock has to go up against um, She-Hulk in, in the courtroom. I just think that would be really, <laughs> really awesome. Um, the second thing that really had me excited, look, all of this looks good and it's all quite, quite exciting. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just picking things that I think look neat. But, um, I thought I recently watched WandaVision for the first time in preparation for Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And I really liked Catherine Hahn's Agatha and I thought she could have used more fleshing out after she like reveals herself, you get very little of her doing anything before it all sort of right, right. sizes on her and whatnot so i was really geeked to see that she gets her own like disney plus series because i feel like that's a character that i would want to see more about even if it is an origin story or if it's what happens afterwards i, I don't really care but i feel like I mean, that character needed something and i'm glad they did it they left the character standing so it could be a like a sequel series to yeah, like WandaVision. how she got how yeah, she how she, she got out of the uh the hex that she got put into you know like yeah, I think that would that would be cool. Yeah, like what? Yeah, what follows? Yeah. beyond that. That honestly, like Echo and Agatha were the two that actually surprised me that they're getting their own series, because I figured like they, if they were going to tell more about those characters, it would have been alongside additional information about other more main characters, if you will. Agreed. But it's very cool to see that they're getting their own thing and they're actually going to take this time to focus, because. That's what comics do really well sometimes, is it gives you an opportunity to delve in to a lesser-known character a little bit deeper. Yeah, they, and I, I appreciate they don't need that. a 100-issue series, but if you give them, like, a, a four-issue mini-series or something, you know, ten issues or something, exactly. you know, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of what you guys named is a lot of the same stuff I'm excited for. I mean, obviously, the Avengers movies, like I said, Secret Wars just comes with such a... a background to it that I that just kind of blew my mind that they're actually going to go there so I'm that that's seems such a far way away that I have to concentrate on other other things for the time being so I definitely think Black Panther looks really really cool I'm more excited for that now than I thought I was going to be leading up to the movie so I'm I really want to see how that comes together um 
I'm sort of with Josh. I think uh, Sam Wilson getting a proper movie as Captain America is something I've been looking forward to since the series wrapped. So I really want to see what they do there. Uh, and I, I'm with Andy too, Daredevil. Like did I, we've been screaming for them to do something with these Netflix characters since they got canned and canceled prematurely. Daredevil is by far, I think, the best series out of all of those shows. Yep. And I'm ecstatic to see these characters come back with the same actors. Granted, it's probably going to be some variation of them. I think we're going to see, like, retconned or rebooted, in, not, like, interpretation of the character, but at least as far as the story is concerned, we're not going to be able to assume that what happened in the Netflix series happened here. I think we're going to get a new setup and stuff and establish these characters in the MCU. So I, I want to see where they're, where they're sprinkled, into, sprinkled into. If we're going to get them an Echo, see what they set up and where they go in Daredevil. But And I'd love to see them make the transition to live to, like, a movie somewhere but maybe one of these avengers movies will, will set all those guys up and see daredevil as part of the team does, like that's that's the dream does, man that'd does be daredevil awesome ever like sort of just like co-interact with the avengers like does he ever like have a team up with them the, like, i always just assume that these characters cross over with each other at some point but i don't know how often he was or there, when he was there in the civil war comics um like like it, when the when there's a major major event He'll kind of be there, but he's more standoffish than a lot of the others with other teams and stuff like that. Like, he's more localized and tends to stick to his people, I guess. Well, I guess is like my interpretation of why he's not included in more of the big team stuff is because the character just is that way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see. I don't know. I'm I'm holding out hope he makes it to an Avengers that would movie, be awesome. but we'll see. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still or waiting to see Defender some Squad. I I, re- I really want to see who who ends up directing Fantastic Four. Like since John Watts dropped out, I was really looking forward to John Watts directing. I really want to see. I don't know if we're gonna get those announcements at D23 if they finally go into some of the creative people involved with some of these properties. They didn't really talk about it at the panel. Um, I caught a Hollywood Reporter article that named some of the directors for some of these upcoming movies. Um, they said that uh, Blade will be directed by Bassem Tariq, which is a name I don't recognize, so I'm not sure what they've done. I didn't look up their IMDb's for a lot of this stuff. Uh, Captain America New World Order will be Julius Ona directing. Thunderbolts will be Jake Schreier. And Avengers of the King Dynasty does have a director. Uh, Shang-Chi director Destin Daniel Cretton will direct mm. Avengers the well, King Dynasty. A, I, I feel it's like that choice. was a, a well-directed movie, so that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, you can already feel the style that's going to be in that movie just yep. from hearing that name. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I don't know if you guys know the story of the Kang Dynasty from the comics. Nope. No. That's I would look it up and read it. I'm not going to okay. spoil any of it. I would look it up and read it. It is one of the more interesting comics and topical things you'll be able to read in marvel comics it is extremely good so Um, so so i can ask so kang dynasty like that that's just not a name they put together that is a reference to a storyline in the same way that like age of ultron was but like infinity war and endgame were storylines but those exact titles were not pulled infinity war was i thought it was called infinity gauntlet or am i there was a follow-up to Infinity Gauntlet called Infinity War. Oh, there was. Okay, but yeah, there, okay, there, so but the it, end it, game, I suppose. I guess Infinity War, the movie, followed Infinity Gauntlet closer. 
Um, okay. But there was an Infinity War comic. Gotcha. Okay. So Kang is pulling from an, a, 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 like Secret Wars is pulling from an existing. Yes, there is a thing you line. can go and read and check out, and it is a really interesting storyline to read. It's actually I think, I think a that's where provoking one. Like, I think that's really where Feige is. Feige gets us like comic fans. He's gonna pull you in just from the title of the movie. If you know the storyline they're referencing, you're already that much more excited. Not just like oh Avengers, but you you know where they're kind of going. Right. Which I have an idea for Secret Wars, but yeah, Kang Dynasty is is out of my wheelhouse. Off the well, I, I, I don't know if I even want to know from beforehand. One but to the other, I kind of have a good idea of where they might go. Yeah, because I've read both of those series, and it, I, it, it leaves a good path that yeah. they could take. Um, because I don't think the comic series are terribly closely related. You know, yeah. what I mean? like I don't think there's a lot of crossover in the canon. They occurred. If I remember correctly, they occurred pretty close in like real years together. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely worth looking into both of them. If you have, ne- if you're listening to this and you've never read either of those, honestly, they're they're two of the top five Marvel crossover events I would recommend. Uh, one thing that was I think announced probably a year or two ago that is. It, the only thing that I realized on this list that was not talked about is Armor Wars. Armor Wars was a series yeah, that was yeah. supposed to be with War Machine. They announced it when one of their Disney investor calls, I think, a couple years ago, which we talked about. Um, so I don't know if that got folded into another show or if it just got quietly canceled, if they're delaying it till later. I don't know. But it, I would that, say that's it's something either, we don't have info on. It's either a part of Ironheart or it's one of those empty dates. On the they talked six. about Don Cheadle's War Machine will show up in Secret Invasion, so I don't know if that means they're folding some of that stuff up, but I also okay. feel like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier sort of set up, in, in my mind, what might have happened in Armor Wars if you're talking about military tech going into the wrong hands. Like, that's what that mm-hmm. seemed to foreshadow, so we'll, we'll have to see if we get any word on, on that show. Um, the only other question I sort of have for you guys is some of the dates and uh, like the main thing that everyone's waiting for at this point is where the fuck is X-Men? Like we know Marvel has an X-Men movie that they're going to work on. Do we think it's going to hit any of these empty dates or do you think it'll come out after all of this stuff? If you have a guess where it's going to show up being, I guess, spoilery about what we had just talked about with the theme popping up in places. Um, because, I mean, our empty dates right now, we have one between, um, wait, where were we at? One between Fantastic Four and Kang Dynasty for February 14th, 2025. I think there was one earlier. There was, yeah, the February 16th, 2024 was another blank date. And then we get a date between the two Avengers movies, July 25th, 2025. Could any of those be X-Men? If I was guessing, I would say after all of this, but we get yeah. a lot of stuff setting it up along the way. So you think after both Avengers movies, we'll get yeah. X-Men? Okay, so that would push I, us I to think... 2026. Because I figure there's a, there's in one year, in the span of one year, you will get the Fantastic Four and then two Avengers movies. Yes. Yeah. How are you going to fit an introduction to like an X-Men proper type of film anywhere in between there that's kind of what i was thinking is like it would be like sensory overload 
Yeah. And I think they're like that's why I think we're gonna get breadcrumbs along the way. Yeah. Until we get it officially. And I think you said there was even some dates after Secret Wars that are out there. They do have some I dates after that, yeah. Potentially you could see a similar situation to what we saw with Endgame where No Way Home was the actual final phase three movie. Where Secret Wars isn't the last movie of phase six. And then you get a movie after it that is X-Men. Intri- Do you mean that's No like, Way Home or Far From Home? Far From Home. They're, they're all... Oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm talking about. How, gotcha. You know, that was the last movie of the phase after Endgame. Got um, it, yeah, yeah. I could see the same thing happening and having that last movie be the X-Men movie. Be that okay. thing that has you hyped for when the next phase is going to start. You know, like, oh man. Now yeah. they've set it up. I mean, who, know, who knows? Maybe the next... If they keep this up maybe fate you know maybe the next saga is the mutant saga could be could avengers be versus x-men yeah I'd love that to was see something that like was that. a 12 yeah. or 13 issued marvel event for over a year it was amazing well, they're doing something now i think where it's the eternals versus the mutants with the avengers trying to stop them like they're like fighting a, each other and the Avengers are playing mediator. Like I th- the from what I saw for the promotion was the Eternals see the mutants as deviants. So they've come to Earth to wipe out the mutants and the Avengers are trying to step in between both of them. I think that's Judgment Day I think was the name of the the line that they're doing now or at least promoting that's coming out soon if not already. I so, but you have to look at like comic books lines that they're doing now. It's like, are these eventually going to be in a movie in five to 10 years? Like that's in my mind what they're setting up. And perhaps are, are some of them at this point, are they writing their source material specifically like much more intentioned now Right. to think in five to 10 years, could this be? Yeah. How well would this play as a movie? An entire, yeah. Phase storyline, something like that. Um, just to think about like some of the other dates that are unclaimed right now. Like we assume Shang Chi two is going to happen. Oh yeah. Uh, we assume like what are their sequels? Like Doctor Strange three could be at some point. I don't know if they'd get it in a quick turnaround for that. That three years seems like a quick turnaround. Yeah, that'd be. I, I don't. I don't know about that one. Um, but I think Shang Chi could be thing. Yeah, Eternals two. I think could be a thing that shows up. Um. So those those could hit some of those empty dates that are at the end of Phase 5 into Phase 6. I definitely think there's a good chance we see Deadpool 3 before uh, the Avengers movies, but that's just a guess. I'd, I'd yeah. put money on the February 14th, 2025 as my guess. I think three years out, because as far as I know, they're still writing it right now, so they haven't gone into production. So I if, think three I, years for a if, movie is, is good. If that is the first date that they have, um, well, and, and also think if I'm looking at the timeline, right? So phase four was released 2021 through 2022. Phase five is starting 2023 going through part. It's only about 15 to 16, 17 months anymore. Jesus Christ. February 23 through like July of 24. Yeah. When when is Fantastic 4 is that November? November 2024. 24. I was going to say wouldn't Deadpool 3 be an excellent thing to have kick off a phase? It could be just as irreverent, it could it could be so self-referential, but to your point, 
that would have to put it like in the fall somewhere randomly. I could see oh, Deadpool being the levity between a lot of these serious movies, like Fantastic Four yeah, and the yeah. Avengers movies. I could see it hitting either one, like in between either of those movies. But I, I would put money on but, right but before. But even that's nuts. If 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 the if the physical calendar for Phase Six is somewhere, it starts somewhere after July of 2024, and I guess wraps up with Secret Wars at the end of 2025. Like they're yeah. going through entire phases in less than a year and a half and i guess when you have the platform as well like disney plus i get it you can put a lot more content out faster but i, I don't know man it's getting a little bit of an overload i don't know marvel's starting to get shit through the internet for overworking vfx houses so i don't know if that's going to change some of these dates if that starts getting enough traction but there's a lot of people pissed off at them about this and they're not the only company that does this but they're the most notable now that it's yeah. starting to make waves well, I, I, again, I'll, I'll stick to what I said about the Deadpool movie being a date that Marvel has set aside that's not listed as being part of the MCU on these calendars, and that Deadpool's just going to exist outside of them. That okay. would be my guess. It's like it's tangentially related. Right. Um, but can I make one comment? Uh, about... I want to get Andy in here about the X-Men movie. Oh, sure. So, Andy, where do you think uh, we're going to get X-Men? Do you think it's going to hit before Avengers? Do you think we'll see it at the end of Phase 6 or wait till after all this stuff? I think it's going to be after the Avengers movies, whether it's going to be a good bookend to Phase 6 or it's going to start like a Phase 7. Okay. I feel like they can sort of get that whole new overarching way the whole MCU is sort of going towards. You know how they like to have this big, like, congruent, direction that yeah yeah sort of heading to i think that could be a really cool kickstarter to it i i should have fucking wrote down the name but i saw an article somewhere that someone claimed they know why we're not going to see an x-men movie until 2026 and it has something to do with pre-existing fox contracts that basically the actors are somehow still contractually hooked to play these characters up until 2025, meaning in 2026 you can finally recast Cyclops, Wolverine, characters that have showed oh, up in Fox that movies. A, that it's makes like they, sense. They almost have a claim for them, or else they'd have to buy them out of their contracts. Yes, that makes sense given some of the things we've seen recently. So characters that are hinting at mutant stuff now are not characters that we've seen in any Fox movies. It's also why Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool can work in the MCU before that because it's the same actor playing the same character. If they right. want to include Wolverine, Cyclops, it's like they have to... And why we get Patrick Stewart as Professor X, same actor. So yeah. mm. it's like if they want to pull in Cyclops, do they have to then get James Marston? Like if they pull in Storm, do they have to get Halle Berry back? Like, Which is something fun they could do in the meantime, just to you know, when give these guys the just... why not? Right. You could give them one little send-off in the, in the quote-unquote MCU and have them star in a really cool movie. Some of these people, I think, have moved on and probably don't want to, but... If you want to make it work, there's a way to do that. Otherwise, and and well, I don't know how true the rumor is, but it or, or you know what this the source was saying, but it the the details fit. And to yeah. that end, I would think kicking off Phase Seven would be an X Men movie. And and I think that would might be a cool send off for Phase Six to tease into Phase Seven, where they haven't, where they take a bunch of characters, put them on screen but they don't name any of them, but you get that music overlay. Yeah. 
where they're not named characters yet, so we can just throw this little musical hint, and then later on we'll identify who they actually are. Yeah, I don't know what the the legalese legalese behind something like that would be if you could get in trouble for either. something like that or not. Because I guess uh, the other yeah. thing too is I don't know, based on like using the characters and stuff like that, I don't know how how strict like presumably if it's if it's contractual stuff with Fox like that if they're allowed to go into production on a movie using the characters and the movie just can't release until the contracts are up or if they can't use the characters in a movie period, meaning these movies can't go into production until 2026 and you're not going to see them for another two or three years, which seems like a very long time to wait for an X-Men movie. If we have to wait that long. I mean, there's also the good old thing of where they can go to somebody and all the people they need to and say, listen, you're out of this contract. Here's a, chunk of change to get you out of this contract sign this here and now we can use your character on somebody yeah. else any any behind the scenes dealings we will never know about if the next movie suddenly pops up before 2026 either that rumor was or the details i've read are wrong or they got themselves out of the contract neither which we're going to know which one's true we're just going to know we get an x-men movie sooner than we thought right which is i, I, I just take that I'm just putting it out there as like, there's a way they can get around it. That's all. Yeah. Like they can absolutely just go and drop a bag on somebody and say, here, all right. The bye. dump truck full of money backs up in their front yard. Fuck, fuck yeah. that. They can just drone strike it. <laughs> just, yeah, just, just kill them instead. We'll get out of the contract. No, no. That's not like dark. No, no, no not like drone strike with a missile. Just, you know, like parachute down a big sack of cash. You oh, know, like, oh, like the Amazon drones. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, see, okay. we we all went lethal death yeah, way. Andy's like, like here's I mean, some when money. You say drone strike. <laughs> you say drone strike. I, I think things a little differently. I don't know. Like it, it sounds like you're you're bombing. Drone delivery. Though. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that sounds better. Uh, Mike, do you have anything else you wanted to add? Was there anything? The the thing I wanted to add is um the one notable absence from their panel, given that they announced Fantastic Four. Is John Krasinski? Oh yeah, I guess I'm. I'm at the point. I just assume he's not coming back, but I don't know. That's where. Well, I guess that's where I'm at now because I assume if he was coming back, when they announced the Fantastic Four, they would have said, "And here's your Reed Richards." You know, like that kind. I of I feel thing. Like, like they'd have to do all four. Like you can't just yeah announce the first one and say we don't know who the thing and and Human Torch and Sue Storm are yet. You you yeah because maybe just, because even for. The only people they brought out directors and or cast for at all were, like, the next three movies and, like, one show, right? They brought out, like, Kobe Smolder for Secret Invasion. Right. They did the cast for Wakanda, um, for Black Panther, Ant-Man, and Guardians, and that was it. I mean, really, there were no casting surprises. Everybody that was on stage was already previously announced. Like, that's nothing surprising for us. Right. For the bigger names, yeah. So, like, I mean, they didn't bring Tom Hiddleston out again to talk about Loki. They didn't even bring Brie Larson or the 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 you know the young actress from Miss um, Marvel right. to talk about that project. Nothing from Mahershala Ali about I, Blade again. So, the fact that they didn't even go further and further into the future and bring anybody out about casting, but also, I mean, we talked about this in chat. Like, they have D twenty three coming up in what like two months. Yeah, sometime true, September. True. I, so, I just. Kind of meant like maybe not as like a panel, but just introduce him like, hey, confirming this is our Reed Richards. You know what I mean? Like, oh, right. And that's what I'm saying is, is even like, here some he is, other, platform, other projects, maybe that's maybe that's what they'll save it for. Maybe they, we will get more of that. I mean, I still hope so. Like, I mean, if, I genuinely hope that they inked him to be their Reed Richards. It's too it's a little less than two and a half years away 
for it from release. So you got to figure how far in advance will they make that announcement. I I'm mean, thinking, I think, I think yeah. the cast is already booked for that show. They just haven't announced yeah. it yet. Like the oh, correct. Yeah. Fantastic so, so what is Four the platform? What is yeah. the avenue that they're going to do it? You know, if they're going, are they going to pick D twenty three? Are they going to wait till Comic Con next year? You know, I feel like the, yeah, because D twenty three is like every other year, right? Announce yeah, announcing the, you know, f the the new the newest incarnation of the first family of Marvel in a movie that people were really waiting for so long for them to get the property back. I doubt like they might save it for an investor call that they do in like December or whatever. But I feel like that is a big, huge event moment. Yeah. That's, that's not true. something you just end up releasing through a press release or something. And it's, and it makes a new cycle. I think that's either a D 23 this year or it, that you don't get a word about it till comic-con next year. Considering that they probably have to go into production two, yeah. sometime next year for Fantastic Four, I feel like we got to get the cast oh, before to. that. Yeah, and I, th and I think you're right. They have it just whenever they make it public. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping when D23 rolls around, we're definitely going to get some more information on Marvel stuff, Star Wars stuff, all that stuff from D23. I'm really hoping they dive into the creatives and casting for all the stuff they just announced. Like, here's the list. Yeah. In two months, we'll give you more details on this list. That's kind of what I'm hoping D23 is. So we'll have to follow up once all that stuff's announced. It's something else we'll probably cover whenever September rolls around, for sure. But uh, you guys got anything else for anything we talked about on the show? That's all I got. I just want to say I think that uh, you guys are right that if they announced one Fantastic Four member, they would have to announce all four. But if they were to announce only one casting, they I feel like Doom is a big enough villain. Oh, that yeah. They could just do Doom yeah. and say the MCU is doomed and then just like announce. Oh, Andy, you sold it. I love it. And like all the, all the, all the like fog and steam and stuff comes out. So. <laughs> You're painting a picture here and I like it. Yeah. It's all green. Like some kind of song. And it's like a WWE like intro. He comes walking down. You lost thing, me. You know? Nope. That's when I, that's when I checked out. <laughs> it was cool up until then. Um, all right. I think that is, uh, it for us. Um, the next episode I think we're going to do... We, so I've been teasing this for a while. We never actually... I don't think I ever acknowledged on the show what we're going to do. Uh, I, I've i got Andy and Ian locked in for a Never Seen That series for the Mission Impossible movies. So we'll be starting the first one next week. That's going to be the next episode we're going to put out is the first Mission Impossible. Andy has seen, I think, half of the movies. They're like first three or four but you might don't remember four. some of them and they all kind of blend together. I know I've seen the first three, so. Okay. Ian has not seen any, so we're Ian's going to be our, our big guinea pig for this. Mike and Josh have seen them all, so we're going to alternate probably those guys here and there for, for those movies in split time. Um, But yeah, it should be exciting. We're going to try to do, hopefully, one of the Mission Impossible movies every two months leading up to Mission Impossible 7, which is about a year away. So that is my target we'll see if we stick to that i've i've the, the never seen that stuff that we've tried to do when i try to hit a franchise or a series it's like i never finish it i've tried star wars and and bailed out once or twice we tried lord of the rings and got two of the three done and never got the third so hopefully we can stick this one out and get through all six movies before we hit hey Mission I, of I, 7. I got through my entire prescribed agreed upon amount of fast and correct movies. correct that might be the one and only series we've and, sort of actually finished offered Offered to continue if we find common grounds again. Yeah, I'm we, still uh, waiting for somebody to find something I haven't seen so I can 
We've got to stop watching so much shit, and then we can... <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying um, get a life. God damn. <laughs> the, uh, the other thing I think that we've been talking about recently is we're going we're gonna to try to schedule a, another trivia night. We did that for Star Wars. We did it on Twitch. Um, we're looking at some dates. I will, I will officially announce what date we pick once we get there. Um, but it's looking like maybe the beginning of August sometime. Uh, so in the next couple weeks. Well, so when, when you're hearing this, it might be just a few days. Away. Uh, that's true. Yeah. I guess depending on how quickly <laughs> we do some of this stuff. Yeah. It I could mean, be. Ian did say no in the chat. Okay. Yeah. If we're not waiting for Ian, we might do this actually as early as, as next week. So you could probably see it. We're, we're, all right, so I'll throw out the date. We're, the date we're looking at right now is August 5th. We will confirm sometime in the next week uh, if that's the date we're going to do it. We will broadcast it on Twitch if you want to watch it live. It will probably be a week later-ish before it's up in audio form. Um, I think when we did the Star Wars trivia, it worked pretty well doing it on Twitch with all of us displaying answers and stuff like that. So we're going to try it again. We're going to try Harry Potter trivia. We might have Josh lead that one since he's the, the expert and he can test us all and see how well we do. I will fail or miserably. Or we'll all just lose to Josh. Yeah, that too. One or the other. Star okay. Wars is in my if wheelhouse. I, Harry Potter not playing, is not. If I will. I'm, if I'm the MC. Yeah, yeah. So we'll decide who who wants to be on the on the receiving end of all the questions and who wants to be the the maestro for the evening. But uh, so that's something else to look forward to. And like I said, if you want to watch it, watch us do it live on Twitch. That's again my my Twitch is Jedi Bry Guy, which I'll get to probably in a, in a little bit anyway. But you can follow me there, and and we'll keep an eye out for. Hopefully in the next week or two. So either either way, once I, like I said, once the date's posted, I'll, I will forward that off once we finalize that. But that's it. A little preview of what's to come. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, please support us. Leave a five-star rating and review. Give us a share on social media. You can follow or subscribe to keep up with the show. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Anchor, Stitcher, uh, Amazon now. Uh, anywhere you're finding podcasts, hopefully you're finding us. Hit us up on Facebook. Search Bry Guy and Super Friends. Go to facebook.com slash Bry Guy Super Friends. You can send us questions, comments, topic suggestions, any of that stuff there. Uh, try to email me, braggasuperfriends at gmail.com. It's legit. It works. I, I usually never, ever, ever check it. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, at BGSuperFriends. That I will see. That I can respond to. Uh, again, if you want to follow me on Twitch, it's Jedi Bry Guy, Jedi with an I, Bry with a Y. Uh, whenever we decide to do live shows, which are few and far between, but hey, maybe one recent, uh, we'll do it there. Uh, if you ever want to watch me randomly play video games, I do that there occasionally as well. Uh, and that's it. Thank you for listening, and on behalf of Andy, Josh, Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. The MCU is doomed. <laughs> is that your audition for Doom? Doom.